What's the difference between a panini and a panino? One sounds more masculine. Oh, I love that you asked. This is my favorite nitpick. Panini is plural. Oh, so when people say, I'm going to yes, go get a everyone's panini. Wrong. Everyone's wrong. <laughs> seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. For the past seven days, I have selected a game for us to play and to try out. I have selected. How lovely. Zach Gage's newest game, Good Sudoku. Good Sudoku. Good, good Sudoku. Sudoku. What makes it good? Well, stick around and find out. Well, who is Zach Gage? Zach Gage is a performance artist. No, he is <laughs> an installation artist, I think, and he makes very successful iOS games. I say iOS because that seems to be his platform of choice whenever a game first comes out. That is the only platform you can make money on in games. Mm-hmm. Well, as a very broad strokes, but on mobile, yes. Right. iOS games help better than Android. It also seems like he's taken more of a game designer role recently and has actually got, and then is working with other people to actually do like, the technical implementation. Yeah. Allowing him so, to focus more on the actual gameplay ideas. So in this game, he's working alongside a person named Jack Slezinger. Slezinger. Oh, he makes the tennis equipment as well. Exactly. Slezinger. I love that tennis equipment. So people don't know about tennis equipment. For some reason, I grew up around tennis equipment. So (gasps) it's really strange. Like I know Slezinger. I know Babolat. I know Yonex. I know Prince. Prince. Right? Yeah. How do they not get sued by Prince? I don't know. (laughs) I guess different market. The tennis racket formerly known as. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have a tennis racket that looks like that symbol. Which uh, oh is my god, yeah. Take your eye out. If you, yeah. <laughs> um, back to Mr. Tennis Racket, Jack Slesinger. Um, there was, uh, I think Spell Tower was also, you know, in the same sort of uh, team structure of Zach Gage thinking about the ideas and uh, I think like the coding and the implementation done by uh, Jack Tennis Racket. Mm-hmm. Um, in this game, Good Sudoku, I think if you read a little bit about, I forget where it was, but like for some, I think it was like in the write-up of, you know, Apple, the Apple App Store. Actually, let's do that right now. Mm. Let's, let's see what, what's written. Let's take a trip to the Apple App Store. Apple App Store. Uh, here we go. You've never played Sudoku like this. Good Sudoku turns your iOS device into an AI-powered Sudoku genius whose only mission is to help you learn and love this classic game. Oh, thank you, Sudoku AI genius. (laughs) Whether you've never tried Sudoku or you played every day, Good Sudoku's elegant layout, intelligent hint system, and busy work reducing tweaks will help you play better and have more fun. Can I use these busy work reducing tweaks in my everyday life? That would be very handy. That would be handy, but you know, um, as you might discover, having all these tweaks might remove the fun out of the game. Maybe I could make an AI to record this very podcast. <laughs> Just Sam, blah, 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 and then yeah. Edwin voice going, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the three by threes. <laughs> uh, Sam, how did you get on with good Sudoku? Uh, it was very, very good. Uh, it's mm. been a while since I've played Sudoku. Uh, I think I told you, like, the last really good implementation that I thought 
uh, was from Brain Age, Brain Trainer game on the Nintendo 3DS. Oh, wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah, or possibly the Nintendo DS. Um, and yeah, I like, so. I, I feel like that was really good because it actually gave you like a pinpoint accurate touchscreen. Everything that's been implemented recently on like the mobile devices, either like, you know, the note taking felt a little off where you can put in the, the little numbered notes on mm-hmm. what might be the possible things or like it didn't really make it clear as to like how to actually, actually enter in the numbers. And I think this was a really, really solid, like probably the best implementation you can have for Sudoku on a mobile device. So you played you've played some Sudoku on a on a digital device in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've also right. tried out some other ones, but none were really memorable on the iOS. Like nothing that made me go, oh yeah, this is a good Sudoku game. This is good. <laughs> As we talked about a little bit last week, I was tangentially aware of the Sudoku craze back in the mid mid late two thousands. Two thousands? Oh boy. I've got to the age yeah. where decades roll into one. Who knows when anything happens yeah. anymore. I think um, Sudoku craze happened after college, which is for me 2000. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so I was, I'm familiar with the rules. I think I even described them off the top of my head. I was quite impressed that I managed to actually do that last week. Right. Quite eloquently as well, if I may say so. Um, but I have not really thought about Sudoku in a prox a decade. Yeah. It's one of those games where, you know, they make books of it. Much like a crossword mm-hmm. puzzle, yes. right? Yeah. You can go to your Barnes & Noble store and look up 500 amazing Sudoku puzzles, right? right? And you just buy yeah. a book for yeah. like a road trip or something uh, and, you know, have your way at it with a pencil. Um, yeah, so maybe like old-fashioned, but I... Yeah, but I feel like I may be old-fashioned, but those books are somehow less appealing than, oh, just doing it in the daily newspaper on the back pages. True. Somehow. Yeah. Why, but why, why is that? Uh, I don't know. I Ritual, don't know. Perhaps. I think it's something about like having a book just dedicated to that, right? It's kind of like the same appeal as um, like a weekly comic book that you find in the paper. If there's mm-hmm. like an anthology of it and you get the book of it, it's somehow less appealing, right? It's yeah. Like, Weird. You just crunch through it and you're like, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. Whereas like a little weekly drip. Thank you, we say, for TV shows. Cable versus Netflix, anyway. Mm. So, Sudoku, should we recap the rules just for anyone who has not experienced the wonder of Sudoku? Well, I'm going to do it right now, because I, okay. I did it last week. I'm going to do, do it, it again. You can do it again. It's going to be better this time around. Sudoku, 9 by 9 grid. Uh, you need to put single-digit single, single digit numbers in all of the squares, but there are some rules. The 9 by 9 square is divided into smaller 3 by 3 squares called houses, uh, and each house must have one and only one occurrence of the numbers 1 through 9 in that square. Additionally, each row and column in the whole 9 by 9 square also has to have one and only one occurrence of the numbers 1 through 9. And that's it. And there it is. Once you try and fill in all... And the objective is to fill in... The entire nine by nine grid with the numbers from one to nine by following those rules. So yes. normally in a puzzle, it'll start you off with some numbers, right? Depending on the difficulty of that puzzle. So it'll, it'll give you some like initial numbers that are plotted in there. And then you have to essentially deduce with logic uh, on which numbers uh, might be filled in next. 
Right. So in the example of like a, an easier puzzle, more numbers will be filled in for you so that you can more easily deduce uh, which numbers might then go in. Harder, mm-hmm. h- harder puzzles, which have, you know, a lot fewer numbers, giving you more opportunities to try and figure out what numbers might go in. But a lot of times, um, this is where it gets really difficult between good Sudoku puzzles and bad Sudoku puzzles, where... The proper good Sudoku puzzles will ensure that these puzzles are solvable, right? Mm -hmm. Giving you the appropriate numbers that initially set you off. Because it's very easy to just say, okay, here are a couple of numbers and there be infinite variations or iterations that you can possibly fill them in, right? So the good Sudoku puzzles will make sure that there's only one iteration possible of you being able to fill in those numbers, but it'll start you off with just enough information for you to actually solve it. Right to get like the first one in, it sort of kind of feels a little bit like a like a domino domino effect. Once you start getting a few in, right, then often this starts cascading, and that's kind of a fun feeling to right. get them once you're in the groove and, and knocking those numbers out. Yeah, and I'm assuming down. like this is where the AI part comes in, right? It's like to ensure that these harder puzzles are also solvable, but also being able to provide the right hints if you're ever stuck. And mm-hmm. allowing you to to solve them appropriately without like um, giving you like a false lead on what number might be filled in where. Yeah, I believe the uh, Zach Zach and Jack Zach and Jack <laughs> they did, they made seventy thousand they made a generator to make all these puzzles in advance and they had seventy thousand which they then went and categorized somehow into beginner, medium, hard, expert levels. Right. So I think they are all. So they are pre-generated with that idea that, yes, they are solvable um, and they're not going to give you an impossible combination of numbers mm-hmm. to start with. Also, another good thing that I found, um, this we're not in the three by threes yet, but... Oh, um, no, don't. <laughs> Surprisingly apt for the Sudoku. Right. I think uh, much like Spell Tower Plus, uh, following in that same vein, they have daily puzzles. They have daily things that once you log in, uh, you have a chance to solve a puzzle um, in, like, their good mode and the classic mode. Uh, And, you know, depending on how quickly you solve it, I think everyone on that day gets the same puzzle. You get scored appropriately, depending on Mm. how many hints you used or how quickly you did it. Uh, And it puts you on the leaderboard. Sam, did you play any of the daily puzzles? I did. Did you pit your Sudoku skills against the world? I I have. Uh, I... And let me see how I did. So I, I, play, I, I installed it both on my iPad and my iPhone. Uh, and I don't think it synced them Ooh, okay. in terms of my Achievos. But we'll see. No, it didn't sell. Yeah. So I did the daily and the, the, the classic on, the, on my iPad and it didn't seem to sync over. Which is strange, okay. because I believe that you used Game Center, but I'm not able to see it. Mm-hmm. Also. So there is also an iPad version as well? There's an iPad, yeah. Is the layout slightly better, or do you prefer one over the other? It's different, meaning that it's appropriately set for the iPad. So, <laughs> it's um, not just scaled up to a giant board. Exactly. It's not just a scaled up thing. It's actually, I think it actually oh. sets it in uh, landscape mode, which makes it easier for you to like, you know, go from like one side of the screen on like your note taking part or like switch, being able to switch over to the note taking part uh, mm-hmm. and punching in the numbers. Yeah, it's really good. Did you use the note taking functionality 
I did. Uh, okay. Especially Tell me about it because I didn't quite get into it. So there are there are essentially two things, right? Like in the good mode, there's a mode where you can do auto note, which is crazy because then it fills in all the possible permutations for your your puzzle, and it fills them all in, and it pretty much makes it really easy for you to then punch in the numbers uh, because there are you know what you what you tend to look for are like the spots that only have one possibility of a number being there. And those are like really good leads and in, in you filling them in. And that almost makes it too easy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah. And for context, when we talk about note-taking, this is if you see some Sudoku's players playing on like paper, they'll make little, uh, they'll write small numbers in the boxes for when they think, oh, I'm not sure, like this could be a three or this could be a five. Right. I don't want to commit just yet, but I'll make a note in that box to say, I think it could be a three or a five. Right. And then they'll sort of work their way around and find other possibilities and try through a process of elimination to say, oh no, it is definitely a five because this one over here can only be a three. So mm-hmm. yeah, this sort of automates that and provides a nice nice way for it. Because I think there's, doing some reading around, there doesn't seem to be many other Sudoku apps that provide this note-making functionality. Right. And yeah. I think this was a good thing about the, the Nintendo DS Brain Age Sudoku mode because it actually allowed you to, to take notes. Um, and mm. it does it in the same format. What's a like, Brain Age? What's a, <laughs> exactly. It's so smart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it does the same format where like it's the small numbers in the same placements of like, you know, uh, inside the square is essentially a smaller version of the numbers one through nine at the same position. So you can use like, you can easily visually see which ones are possibly one because the one will be written all in the same block in the upper left-hand portion of that square as a note. Uh, and so it's just easy to like really see uh, what, what, what squares are possibly, could possibly filled in with the number one. Um, but sometimes note, the auto note can make it a little too easy and I'm really happy to, to see like the classic mode, right? Mm -hmm. The classic mode doesn't allow you to do auto notes. It doesn't also have, um, I think one of the biggest changes for like good Sudoku, like the good version of Sudoku is that if you click on a number, it it shows you all the possible squares for that number within the grid, within the the nine by nine grid. So that makes it it like super easy. That makes it really fun, almost like too fun for you to just like punch them in. Right. But with the classic mode, that doesn't happen. And I think that is still staying true to like you being able to visually deduce like, okay, this column has a one, this column has a one. That means the one can only be in this spot. I'm going to put it here. And that kind of feels good. That, is what makes me feel good about solving Sudoku. And sometimes the good mode can take away that good feeling a little bit. How did you get on with the game, Edwin? <laughs> Sam, I don't like Sudoku. <laughs> I never really got into it back in the day. And even now, I still don't enjoy it. Wow. Very surprising. I think, uh, to be honest, I think I have like some mild numerical dyslexia. Hmm. Like, I think numbers just get jumbled in my head. Um, like, if I'm looking up, if I'm using a textbook and looking up, oh, I need a certain topic, what page is it on? I will look up the number, go mm-hmm. to a page, and I'll go, hang on. <laughs> but it's not on this page at all. What's going on? And instead of going to page 321, the index will say, no, it was, it was 123. <laughs> um, so I find, like, that happens quite often. Uh, I remember in high school, there was some kind of IQ test. I honestly can't remember, like, why it happened or why or what the point of it was. 
But I remember there was one question where you, the the question asker, would ask you to would tell you six numbers in a row, and then you just had to repeat it back to them backwards, like man, woman, camera, TV. <laughs> I mean, one would hope slightly. <laughs> I, oh, I can't even. I have no comment on that. <laughs> but I found that really hard. Mm. Like, Interesting. Do, should, we, should we should we expose my my um, inability right now on air? Should we try? Sam? Yeah, I'm gonna put. Yeah, I'm gonna give it. you a series of five numbers. Give me six numbers. Six numbers, and okay. I will turn it back to you backwards. Yeah. Okay. Um... But maybe it's just maybe it's, maybe it's like no one can do it. Maybe it's just a difficult thing. Maybe we'll do we'll do me, then we'll do you, and okay. we'll see who's stupider. All right, are you no, ready? Not really stupid. Yes. One, seven, four, three, yeah. nine, two. Two, nine, seven, four, ugh, something, and then a one. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, it. you got... Actually, no, that's pretty bad. You got the you got three out of the six numbers. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. You were able to recollect five out of the six numbers, but three of them were in the wrong place. <laughs> oh, okay, interesting. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, now I shall... We shall reciprocate. Okay. I wonder how I'm... Yeah, okay, go. Yeah, this, this is fun. We're learning about ourselves right now. Mm-hmm. Turns out numbers in my brain don't really work. Five... Nine, four, two, one, two. Okay, two, one, two, four, nine, five. Nailed it. Nice. (laughs) Congratulations, Sam. Your brain works. (laughs) And that's why you like Sudoku. So all of this to say, I I have a strange relationship with numbers, or at least... I, mm. I don't know. I yeah, number games generally not something that I'm excited by. about. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, this is kind of the same. Like, uh, I just didn't quite get it. I mean, I you know, yes, I understand Sudoku, but when I was playing it, it was mm, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, I can put in the numbers. Great. I just didn't have a feeling of oh i really want to solve this um i think yeah i don't know if dad just didn't you know how to bounce yeah off it's it. not like, oh yeah it's that was not, numbers. great <laughs> it's not your bag baby i totally get it <laughs> and i feel like there's nothing well is this true i feel like the it's like a pure logic puzzle like sometimes like if you take crosswords for example you're like oh i'm like learning new words right and sort of thinking thing about things here whereas you know sudoku is really just it's finding the trail of right right it just has a different type of puzzle I exactly suppose, it's know, like a different type of logic that you have to use your brain for yeah and it's not just i don't i wouldn't say it's necessarily like a number number is just the mechanic of you being true. able to easily understand right. uh, yeah so that kind of got me thinking like oh what if we just had symbols instead right or if it was letters but I think that would be harder to mm. visually see yes. and deduce, right? Because like number, I mean, like if it was shapes, I think that's like harder to distinguish between like one or the other. What if it was like 
little emojis of your friends, memojis of your friends. Then I think that would work. Um, <laughs> but it's also hard to recall, like, what... Yeah. You have to be very familiar with nine of your friends in order to look at a screen and go, okay, one of them's not here, and I know that's Bob, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Yeah. I wonder if it worked with colors. Mm. Are you like, colorblind? Like, are there nine colors? Oh, uh, that I am not. <laughs> Like, are there nine colors that are distinctive enough? Yeah, I think it could work. I think work. so. Ooh, I so think do it with work. colors. Yeah. I bet someone's made this. I'm going to Google it right now. Probably. I like the idea of the emojis. You know, just have nine familiar emojis. Like, maybe there's a... Maybe colors Good Sudoku will have, a, you know, people who don't like the Roman numbers. Be like, I am against this principle of Roman numbers. I want these <laughs> to be emojis instead. It's going to be... <laughs> it's going to be the TikTok Sudoku. Oh wow! Well, Pictures so, oh well, animals. That could work. Um, it could work. I mean, design aside, which is kind of frightful after looking at the pure joy that is good Sudoku. Oh my god, this is like the worst. <laughs> oh barf! <laughs> this is not a good implementation. Okay, and I will. Yeah, even I will admit this. But interesting idea. So many ways that they could have taken this, um, but I'm very <laughs> surprised that this is the way that they approached it. <laughs> let's make it look like a really bad excel sheet that's true well i hear that geocities is back mm. you know uh, egg yes right it's all about it it's all about that egg but anyway back to good sudoku um let's get on to the three by threes edwin if you like sudoku you should absolutely check it out because it is it looks great. It has a whole bunch of features that you do not get in other Sudoku apps. It is just a delight, really, for Sudoku lovers everywhere. Mm. I'd say this is probably the best implementation of Sudoku that you can possibly find anywhere. Uh, it's a pity that it's not on Android devices, because I think, like, you know, I would say... I'm going to give it a shot in the dark. Is that the right saying? Uh, and sure. say that... Um, Something like this doesn't exist for Android Sudoku, and so having this on Android as well would be would be great. It is, mm. I feel, the best implementation of Sudoku. All right, my next good point, Edwin, <laughs> is that there are tons of different modes that you can play this in. Mm. Um, not only are there difficulty levels, there's like a classic level. Again, going off of like the same principles as Spell Tower, there is like a a zen mode you know like an infinite mm-hmm. mode which i haven't tried out because i was just really enthralled by the normal puzzle mode the normal mode um, yeah. and then there are daily challenges um yeah i think there's going to be lots for you to discover and play and i think even without having to pay for it uh there's still lots to discover but i ended up i ended up paying for it because i felt like it was worth it that is true there is a lot there uh before the 399 paywall um and that is absolutely worth it. Yes. Any more good points, Edwin? Well, I'd, I think the onboarding is very good. Like for people who haven't played Sudoku before, like the uh, the tutorial modes uh, will bring you up to speed nice and easy, uh, and get you tapping those numbers. I kind of zoned out a little bit when they went kind of into like the auto note part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, nice onboarding. Yeah. Um, my last good point is that, like you said, it's there's a great onboarding, but also it's very educational. So there are, I didn't know this, but there are apparently lots of like really deep techniques uh, within mm. Sudoku. 
Um, made, the, made these things to learn about Sudoku. Yeah. So I was a little bit judgmental before. For example, here are some of the, the techniques. And I believe they're named much like, you know, stuff in uh, the game of Go is named. Basketball. Oh. Or like. They're a slam dunk. Yeah. <laughs> so you have things like naked pair. Pointing tuple. The locked candidate. The X-wing. And the Y-wing. Avoidable rectangle. So, see, there's like (laughs) tons of uh, techniques that helps you identify like how to solve it in in conjunction with like how you do note-taking. And so, initially, I thought all this note-taking, the auto-note system is actually making, I feel like it's taking me away from the logic part of it. But I felt what I'm beginning to realize is it was just, I was just looking at the really beginner aspects of Sudoku. It's only by understanding the note taking and learning this advanced techniques that I can actually solve the much more harder puzzles, which is almost impossible to solve with like my level of logic that I've been (laughs) using for Sudoku. So you should avoid those trapped rectangles. (laughs) Exactly. Or the X wing. That sounds quite exciting though. (laughs) Uh, so actually, I was going to say, Sam, what level of um, difficulty did you get to? So I've been sticking to the advanced level. Oh, okay. That's one better than me at the beginner. Yeah. yeah. So there is beginner, advanced, expert, pro, and impossible. Um, <laughs> I've been finding it really good with the advanced level. Okay. <laughs> did you just open up impossible and then your brain exploded is it yeah i was like how <laughs> <It was> immediately <laughs> what is this i'm just gonna back away from it's just, this it's just a number two in the corner and that's it <laughs> but actually that's probably easy to be honest like the less the less and less numbers you get well i guess there's like a there's a, there's, there's a difficulty curve right like if all the numbers are there it's very easy and if none of the numbers are there it's very easy well no that's but there's the a thing. curve in the middle the, even if there's less numbers like the puzzle needs to be set up so that there's still like one permutation of all the numbers being in there of course if it's just mm. like a blank slate you can just put in any old numbers in there blank make slate. sure they don't repeat uh but yeah there is one way to solve this um which i think is what makes it so difficult yeah Onto the bad points. Onto the bad points. Um, I initially thought, like, with all the good stuff that this game puts in there, with, like, the auto-note taking, uh, and sometimes if you have the auto-note enabled, you just punch in a number, and then it just, like, plops in all the rest of the numbers for that house for you. I initially thought Mm -hmm. that made things a little bit too easy, but I think it's just... uh, Initially, it will feel like it's too easy. Because it just mm, kind of takes that away. Right. I think I fell into that trap of, like, oh, okay, great. I can just like just keep pecking away at numbers and it'll show me yes or no. Right. And I just need to do that nine times, nine times, and I'll solve it. So I was like, oh, well. So yeah, I think maybe you're a good, that's a good point. Like maybe it starts off a little too helpful. Yeah. And then down the line, it's, it's, what, it's just speeding up the process of you being able to solve it with like the more advanced techniques in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But that could be initially perceived as a bad point. Edwin, what is your bad point? I don't like Sudoku. <laughs> but that's not a bad point of the game. That's a bad point of my brain. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm not interested in it. <laughs> Do not care for it. <laughs> and unfortunately, no amount of lovingly designed game is going to draw me back in. I don't think. I just is not for me. Right. 
which is not a bad point really mm. it's just a bad point on my brain <laughs> um yeah i think i don't know maybe if uh, someone would show me in real life or like perhaps because oh because there was there was that uh viral video that went around the miracle sudoku right that was a few months back oh i don't remember maybe that. we should watch that and then that'll inspire me to become a sudoku master maybe oh really sam oh apparently it's okay i'm one step up for you in that i've heard of it and i didn't bother watching it oh interesting but apparently it's like 20 minutes for someone solving this impossibly hard sudoku and it's just glorious and wonderful wow i must watch this is it like a, a pen and uh, paper sort of deal? I don't know. I Again, I've not actually seen it. I, d- I just know it's a thing. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, we'll look for it and put it in the show notes and we'll both watch it. Yes, we'll I sent you a link to it. It's 25 minutes. People always say, yes, I know it's 25 minutes with someone solving a Sudoku and that sounds really boring, but it's in fact mesmerizing and enlightening. Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, I've still not watched it myself. Okay, homework. Watch this video. Cool. So, Edwin. Yes. What is your final seven-day ratings for good Sudoku? Two. I don't like Sudoku. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure you meant to say the number two? You, are you sure that's the number that you wanted to say? <laughs> oh, oh let me say my auto note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it is two, yes. <laughs> uh, it's a shame. Um, this is a seven-day yeah. for me. Uh, I think nice. the best implementation of Sudoku you can find Love it. Love nice. the design. There are so many settings in the modes where you can like change the color schemes. You can even put it in a night mode so it doesn't but, you know, demolish your eyes as you're playing it at, at night while you put your kids to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. They should just name it putting the kids to bed mode. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. I love it. I love the haptics. There's like really satisfying little clicks and then it does a little dance when you solve the puzzle with like little light show. It's, <laughs> it's just very delightful all around. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a classic Zach Gage game through and through. I'd say definitely check it out. Even if you don't like Sudoku, don't yeah. be me. It's don't free. take my word for it. Absolutely check it out. Yeah. There's lots of things that you can do in the free mode, which is great. And it doesn't bother you with silly ads. But give them some money. Because it's money. a great game. It's a great game. Support your creators. Well, Sam, that was your choice. Uh, so it now falls to me in the time-honored tradition of every oh boy. week. It uh, falls to me to choose the next game. Sam, pack your spacesuit and your golf clubs because, oh yes, we are going to play Golf on Mars. Oh boy. I've oh heard boy. of this. Mm, I've heard of this indeed. game. Indeed. <laughs> uh, for, for those of you who may remember Desert Golf, this is by the same developer. Uh, don't call it a comeback. <laughs> don't call it a sequel. But it's Golf on Mars. How... How uh, serendipitous that we're playing golf on Mars as the first, uh, as the rocket just recently launched to go on Mars. Mm, do you think they packed their golf clubs? I hope so. The rover yeah. certainly has yes. a set of golf clubs on, on it with it. And a great swing on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that this is the same person who made Desert Golf. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Sam, do you see how big it is as well? Oh, it's such a delightful game. Uh, as in the size? Mm. I love. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! <laughs> this is amazing. One point five megabytes. Absolutely amazing. Sixty-four gigabyte iPhone owners everywhere rejoice. How uh, they- two ninety-nine? More games store. should do this. This is ridiculous. It's amazing. I mean, it's famously low low poly graphics, so you know. Uh, 
That is probably part of it, but yes. Yeah. Come back next week when we can see how we get on with playing Golf on Mars. Golf on Mars. Not to be confused with all the other golf games that we've played that might mm. have interplan- interplanetary themes. Oh, well, now if you look it up, don't I? What was it called? Was it called Golfing? Social Club, oh. Mars, Golf, Social. Oh, I got it. I got it. Golf Club, Call on Wasteland. Oh, that's it. That was buried under several results of Golf on Mars. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Go back to an episode in the past to listen to our thoughts on Golf Club Wasteland. But we are returning to that planet with our golf clubs mm. to play Golf on Mars. Before we go, Sam, do you have a thing of the week? I do have a thing of the week. Um, I believe it is five four nine two one two. Well, now you're just showing off. <laughs> um, I think it's a seven in my number. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> there is a seven, yes. <laughs> um, I do. Uh, I bought a trumpet, Edwin. <laughs> what? Wow. I, uh, was, out of all the things of the week it could have been, I was not expecting that. I used Why? to play the trumpet. Um, oh, okay, good. I played right. for about 12 years before giving it up. I had no idea about this. Um, I used to be in a jazz band. I was first chair. Sammy and the Whalers? <laughs> that was me. No. <laughs> but yeah, I, I figured, you know, what a better time to try and get back into an instrument. I know it's not the coolest instrument, um, but there is a nifty little device, which is uh, made by Yamaha. It's a mute and pickup for a trumpet. Mm. So it almost makes the trumpet silent, but you can plug in your headphones to it and listen to how you're playing. Oh, interesting. Uh, and you can also like, you know, record your session. So I need to practice essentially from scratch. It's been like, what, 20 years since I've played the trumpet. Oh, interesting. See if that old adage, you never forget how to honk on your jazz bugle. Mm. Uh, if, that's, if that is true or not. That's, <laughs> that's what they say. That's what, that's what the people say. Um, we'll see. Uh, I can still play the scale, although it's a little pitchy dog. Uh, nice. But... You know, we'll see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see how it goes. Yeah, it's, it was, and there's this like really strange, uh, musical instrument embargo from Yamaha that prevents them from selling trumpets in the U.S. without being like a licensed seller. Oh, yeah, interesting. So normally, mm-hmm. this trumpet costs uh, like four hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. That's a quality instrument, but. Going through this license thing, they jack it up to like eight hundred dollars. The eight hundred, wow. and so I find some instances where like this student trumpet from Yamaha costs one thousand two hundred dollars to buy in the U.S. And it's I, those tariffs. It, it's, it's those yeah, tariffs. It's a strange thing. And so I I found this place on eBay in the Netherlands that sold mm. it for uh, seven hundred dollars. Okay. Still a little bit more expensive, but yeah, it's it's odd. Sometimes the jazz must flow. <laughs> Never mind the price. Yeah. This does remind me of the of a classic click hole article uh, slash um, survey. Are you a big jazz boy or a little jazz boy? <laughs> put notes to that in <laughs> in the what is this in the show notes? <laughs> so, well, I'll ask you the first question, Sam. When you're honking on your horn, how big is the bugle blasting? 
tremendous, petite, <laughs> regular bugle blast, big blasting bugle for the boys. <laughs> regular bugle blast. It's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> amazing. All right. I will, I will, I, uh, I will fill you in uh, after I do this little survey from Quickle. Oh, that's good. I want to find out how you feel about the ocean of trumpets. <laughs> uh, my thing of the week is a little setting in iOS which has improved my life. Uh, now, Sam, we are both AirPods owners, mm. and as soon as any time you adjust your AirPods or take one out. Your playback immediately stops of whatever you're listening to. Yes, very annoying. Mm. Well, Sam, I also found that very annoying. But there is an answer. Uh, You can turn off automatic ear detection. Oh. And that'll just keep on playing regardless. Because what what happens to me? Oh, sometimes sometimes I like to lie on my side, have one AirPod in while listening to some great podcast. And then, you know, I get a little twitchy and I want to turn to my other side. So I have to go reach for my... AirPods case, put in the other in the other headphone, take out the other one, and then and with this automatic ear detection on, mm. it would like stop and then kind of start again and then stop and I'd have to find my phone and press play again. Whereas here, turning it off, it just keeps on playing and it doesn't really matter and it doesn't care. Uh, it's a little bit hard to find. You need to go to the Bluetooth settings yes. and then on your AirPod the uh, entry, there's a little info icon yep. tap that and then that'll bring up sort of more details there's some actually interesting stuff here as well mm. you can like change what happens if you press and hold um and you can also do like an ear tip fit test if you've got the airpods pro for like how well uh this order the, um, the seal is with the sized earbuds interesting uh, but yeah ear detection turn that damn thing off and uh, my life has got a lot better yeah i mean sometimes yeah like you are never stop the music playing i don't think i've ever had I've never gone, oh, thank God it stopped playing. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, if I, if I do want to pause it, you can just like squeeze it just once and then it'll actually stop right. playing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm in control here. I tell you when to stop playing, <laughs> exactly. not you. <laughs> There's one of those features that kind of made sense in the ideation phase, but in reality, it's just like, no. It tries no, to no, be no. smart. Yeah. But it ends Don't up be just smart. being. Uh, Don't be smart with me, AirPods. I'm in control. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yes, automatic ear detection off. Thank you very much. So, are you a single AirPodder from time to time? Mm. You just like having one in, like yeah, uh, sometimes you yeah, like a Secret Service sometimes. boy. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, I will. Um, yeah, if I because uh, I'm a side sleeper as well, so if I'm just right. having a little rest, having a little nap, as I am want to do, uh, yeah, to have it on one side, uh, pretty often it works well. As much as I've been, you know, I've been slightly underwhelmed by the AirPods Pro. Me like, too. Yeah, okay. I don't really like the transparency. I never use it. It's just harsh and cranky on my ears. They don't fit super good. Um, uh, you know what my biggest problem is? Oh, tell me. It's when you try to put it back in the cradle, for some reason, my brain doesn't work on how... Oh, me too. Yes, to put wrong. It in. Something's wrong about it. Something's wrong about <laughs> yes. it. Like Something's the way that the hole it. is shaped and the way that you're supposed to put it back in... Like, it just makes no sense. Whereas with, like, the previous generation AirPods, like, no Never problem. problem. Just, bloop, bloop, <laughs> you know? Or they, like, like kind of cradle in- back into the right spot. But yes. with the new AirPods like I drop Pro, them all the time as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I haven't been... I mean, the, the noise cancellation is pretty good. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just haven't quite worked out for me. But I will say, I did accidentally drop one of them in my coffee, and it's still working fine. Mm. So... Thumbs up on that. How do you drop it into your coffee? That's amazing. 
<laughs> How big was your cup? Well, I had <laughs> I said I was bathing in coffee. Um, but no, it worked. I was like, oh, this is surely the end. I'll have to go back to my single airport lifestyle. But no, nope, yeah. it's worked, working fine. So although it's not a product I love as much as the original AirPods, uh, they're pretty robust. Yeah, they're pretty Much good. like my robust coffee that I brew. <laughs> and that's our show. Sam, you have seven days to play Golf on Mars. Looking forward to it, truly. Uh, I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at seven days to play. Listen to us on Spotify by searching for seven days to play. Five, four, nine, two, one, two. <laughs> seven days to play. Seven days to play.